Hey y'all, welcome to the Simple Mission Podcast. My name is David. And I am Leanna. And, and we're, we're the Bonds. We are newlyweds in our 20s, living for Jesus while just being real and open about our life. Figuring out your mission from God does not have to be complicated. Rather, it's simple. We bring you along as we talk about relationship, family, marriage, college life, simple living, and business. We pray that this podcast is a blessing to your life as we learn together every week and maybe have some laughs along the way. (laughs) Welcome back. And we are on episode three. So some recent news about Leanna and I is Mm -hmm. um, mainly for me, but I started to work days now. So they had us on a night shift with my full-time job and um i'm a i'm a, I'm a manager that like is in can is managing uh, a territory and we sell like soil and fertilizer and plants and all different kinds of things that help like you can grow your garden with so they had us working at nights now to help reduce the I guess the contact with people, and so now we're we're beginning to work days again. So because of COVID nineteen, yeah, because of COVID nineteen, obviously. So <laughs> I'm real excited about that. And this is the, this is the second week of us working days. So Leanne and I kind of had a hard time adjusting for a little bit, but mm-hmm. now we're finally back to normal because <laughs> they had us working overnights. Like I said, now we're we're working days, and I'm super super thankful again to be home for dinner time and just to enjoy and relax in the evening and also too i haven't seen my family Mm -hmm. my side of the family in like since february i think yeah i think beginning of february yeah so this coming weekend we're going to h-town to go see my fam no one knows what h-town means it could be like houseville or houston texas so (laughs) we're coming for you this weekend so um we got clearance from my grandparents so we can go hang out with them on the back porch and have a have Social a dinner distance. and breakfast on the porch so anyways but i'm really excited and lana's really excited too but yeah. thankfully her family lives real close by so we've yeah. been able to see them quite a lot during this time yeah so and that is not what we're gonna be talking about <laughs> but just some fun stories and some updates about our lives. Yeah, I want to update y'all a little bit. Instead of just starting the episode, this is what we're talking about. So, yeah. Anyway, so... So what are this, we talking about? Okay, what I'm going to say was we're going to talk about dealing with conflict in relationship. I'm just kidding here. I'm just joking. But we are um, going to talk about conflict in our lives. Like, we're always going to have conflict and we... um. We're just trying to, we were trying to think of a topic to think about to record today and how funny was it, but, um, my devotional today had to do with like, why do we fight? Like, why are we always in conflict? And, and the examples in there was about marriage and I was kind of like chuckling to myself and David was like, what are you laughing about? I'm like, well, and then I read it to him. He's like, oh, well, that's kind of true. <laughs> so, um. Very yeah, true. so the episode is going to go into uh, more further of, like, how to deal with conflict. Um, it can be applicable not just for a married couple, but for dating couples or uh, the friends in your life, your family members, your sibling, co-worker, classmates, pretty much anyone that you encounter in your life. Um, but I wanted to uh, disclose is that this is not an episode where we explain the step-by-step 
and the ways to handle difficult people in your life or how to get what you want. Because this episode is, oh. yeah, and so I told David that I wanted to make sure, like, we said that so that people don't come into this episode like, oh, dealing with conflict, oh, I'm going to find out how to get what I want. No, well, it's the opposite. Uh, it's an episode on dealing with conflict in a biblical way, and to do that, we have to humble ourselves and look inward, not outward. That means we have to look in the mirror and say what is wrong. So, I just will dive into it. Yeah, so one of the Bible verses that Leanna was reading about in her devotional was uh, from the book of James. And it was James 4, chapter 4, 1 through 6. And I'll read it to y'all. Yeah, you can so read it. So it says, <laughs> what causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You desire, but you do not have. So you kill. You convert, but you cannot get what you want. So you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with the wrong motives that you may spend what you can get on your pleasures. You idolatrous people... Don't you know that friendship with the world means enemy against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Or do you think scripture says without reason that he jealously longs for the spirit he has caused to dwell in us? But he gives us more grace. That is why the scripture says... God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Wow. So the reason why we kind of said the whole passage as a whole, instead of just focusing on one verse, is there's so much to like kind of talk about. Um, and instead of like going through verse by verse and doing like a Bible study, we kind of just want to like pick and choose like what we're talking about. And then, you know, giving our own example from our own conflict in our marriage and, you know. Things like that. So we're getting to the nitty gritty here. Um, But another verse I do want to point out of why do we have to deal with conflict? Well, Romans 12, 18 says, if possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. So that is why we're going to talk about dealing with conflict. Because Jesus said, you know, we need to live at peace with everyone as, you know, as much as possible. So, I just I'll share one little example, but this is not about marriage. This is about um, when I was younger. Uh, I was telling David my example of getting into conflict from like an early age that I can remember is with my older sister. Um, if you don't know her, she is like the sweetest person on earth. Like she um, really. Is such a pure, pure and genuine person, and she loves the Lord, and she doesn't get mad very easily, and she doesn't like get into conflicts with people. She's very understanding. Like she doesn't like try to sweep things under the rug, or like, um, you know, like doesn't like address a thing. But she 
she um, addresses things with, like, love and, like, understanding. And she didn't get mad very easily. That's just how she is. And so I would get mad at her for not getting mad at me. Like, for example, like, I would do something like, oh, um, I'll take a shirt out of her closet. We both had, like, the same size or whatever. And, and I would be wearing it. She's like, oh, you're wearing my shirt. I'm like, yeah, are you mad? She's like, no. I'm like, why aren't you mad at me? You told me a thousand times not to take anything from your closet without asking. <laughs> and she's like, I'm just not mad. Just don't do it again. I'm like, fine. <laughs> I don't know if that's, like, really dumb, but it's just one of those things I was trying to pitch on her and, like, it, it, it's not worth it because she doesn't even get mad. And so I would get mad that she wouldn't get mad. So that's just like a dumb little example of like my first like, you know, like memory of getting into conflict like on purpose with my sister. So, yeah. Wow. That was an interesting <laughs> story. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you pitch on your sisters all the time. And yes, your brothers. Probably, yes. You're the oldest one. Probably so. So I've got, I guess, plenty of stories. So... One conflict story that I can think of, probably not so far back as Leanna was talking about, but I guess recently. <laughs> Very recently. Is we like to, I guess not like to, but we daily conflict about the AC temperature. <laughs> so those of you that are listening are, I don't know, if you've ever lived with a roommate or friends or family members. Or you're married. Or you're married. The AC um, it's like a big deal. I'm like, what is it set on? You know, and so... <laughs> yeah, I don't want to come home to a hot house and I'm sweating as soon as I walk in the door. I want to be like... I want it to be a cool place to like relax in. Yeah, so, so I that's like... My, that's my side of the argument. Hold on. Personally, I like 75. I don't know. It feels nice. It's an odd number. It's like... It works. No Leanna, one likes odd numbers. Leanna likes 74. I like even numbers. So I Everybody think, likes even numbers. If you like odd numbers, you're weird. Okay, well, I'm weird. Because <laughs> 75 is the way to go. And I... We cannot just get, get this straight. So sometimes we get a little bit upset at each other about the AC. But um, I guess like it's just like um, giving and taking, you know, within like that example about like, okay, like... You know, we can go with 74, even though I'm going to be wearing, like, my house shoes and a long sleeve shirt in the house. Um, right. But, and then sometimes, you know, Leanna likes it to, to be 75, like, as well, too, just to kind of, uh, I guess, relax a little bit and not and, and not get so cold. So, um, but that was probably the, the, the most kind of a, a dumb example of how... Yeah, but we don't like to get angry. This is, like, a playful little, like, example here. It's true that we kind of, like, oh, babe, like, did you move it to 75? Or I'll walk down the hallway, I'll bump to the 74 when he's not watching. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like a little, like, banter, married couple. Yeah, a little married couple banter. In the beginning, I was, like, really mad because, like, we came home and it was so hot. And I'm like, did you turn off the AC without telling me? He was like, oh, I was trying to save money. But anyway, yeah, so that was the live, beginning of it. We live in South Texas in Corpus, so I mean, it gets brutally hot down here. <laughs> there, there is no like, we, we barely, I don't even think we get snow. I think we snowed one we year. We have not gotten snow since, since, oh, well, well, we did have snow in the winter of 2017. I think so, but I mean, it's been years. But so. before that, we haven't had snow since 2004. Wow. So, so, yeah. The weather's hot. It's right by the beach. So, we get a lot of uh, coastal weather. So, don't you see my point? And so, so some people don't like to walk into a hot house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't. But we like to save money. 
<laughs> you like to steal money. Penny pincher over here <laughs> with my little penny wallet trying to <laughs> stash my little pennies. Oh, no, uh, oh so we're going to move on to the next topic. Little Mr. Penny Pincher. Yeah, so I guess we can. Um, <laughs> so one other interesting. This um, is more serious. Conflict. So this is, we're talking about conflicts. Examples yeah. of our conflicts, right? This is what we're still, still, still talking about. Right. So whenever we were engaged. Are you loving this podcast? Let's talk about Patreon. It is a way for you to connect with us and support our mission. By giving at least $3 a month, you can help us keep the podcast ad-free and we can continue to serve you with the content that we know that you love. If you go to Patreon, sign up and support us. Leanna and I definitely want to bless you back with free gifts. For more info, visit patreon.com slash the simple mission. I kind of had like a moment of like, um... I don't know what you call it. Like a moment of like independence, I guess. Like The moment of independence. The man moment of like, I, this is my last, like the my last thing to do. Before I have before any say I in it. Before I get, you know, married and stuff. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> some people, yeah. So what I did was, so we were engaged. We were engaged for about maybe two or three months. I think so. And Leanna was out shopping for wedding decorations with her grandma and sister and her mom. And I was working, and um, I got off. You were supposed off. to be working, right? I was working, and <laughs> I got off work, and I started to look around the store that I was in, mm-hmm. and I found a really good deal on a smoker that was like. But what's a smoker? For a some smoker people that know, is don't like know where is. you smoke your meat, or um, sometimes like your fish. So you put like you put like wood chips in it, and it smokes. But it was electric, and it had Bluetooth. And, and you had an app. It was regularly like three hundred dollars, I think, and I bought it for like one thirty. So really good deal. So then one of my friends calls me and was like, "Hey, can you get me one too?" I was like, "Sure." No, so, he didn't just call you. You texted him about it. Hey, is this a good deal? Oh, oh, um, I want one too. <laughs> yeah. So I ended up walking out of there. Not with just two, one, but two. Two smokers, and then I called Lana and told her I was all proud, like I got a good deal with the smoker because those things are expensive. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> and she definitely um got mad at me pretty quick and like started yelling and and it was. Well, I, it was, I don't it think was I bad. even yelled. I was I just raised my voice a little bit. Yeah, she, yeah, she raised her voice at me, <laughs> and I felt horrible about buying it. And right. so even to this day, it's kind of like a, a funny topic now. But that was a pretty big, like a pretty big conflict. And what had happened was, is that I was just, I don't know, I, I, I went out, I went, I basically like did something and then like, oh, I apologize later, which is like really bad of me. But <laughs> nowadays, like now that I'm married, I know that like that's like not, not fair and, and like not cool. Right. So another quick story. So I was um, at a client's home uh, a few weeks ago and they have this really nice boat parked out in front of their house, (laughs) but it's older, right? It's got like green mold on it, but it's a really nice boat. So I was going to do some work for them and I was going to offer a trade. Hey, I'll I'll do this work in exchange for this boat. boat yeah. And the work was quite substantial. I mean, you know, it, it was a, it, it was a lot of money. And uh, I got there 
to their house and I called Leanna. I was like, hey, Leanna, I have this idea. I'm going to offer them my services in exchange for this boat. What do you think? Right. And she was like, well, I don't know. Like, are we going to use it? You know, how old is it? Anyways, I began to convince myself and her that it was going to work out. So then right when I started talking to my client, I instantly felt like that I should not even do this, that it was wrong. And I honestly, I, I, I prayed about it. You know, I was like, Lord, help us, help me with this decision, right? you know, to make the right choice. And I'm pretty sure like God told me like not to bring it up. So I didn't. And it was probably a really good thing I did because who knows what that boat could have costed us to fix it up, to maintain yeah. it, you know. And you always hear from so many people that like, you know, those those investments aren't an investment. They're a money pit and it's best just to rent them out or to rent it and have fun. And just and have fun with it and return it back. Well, hey, so his point, his little, little story here. So going back to the smelter. Okay. So his point of bringing back the whole like boat thing was because he learned his lesson with the smoker not just the smoker two smokers and uh but the thing is i and I, told, I was talking to him about it before you know we recorded it is that i could have handled it way better like okay one thing um we were already engaged for like i would say like i think this happened in march so i would, I would say we were engaged for like two and a half three months at this point well, before all this, right after we got engaged, we went ahead and, like, we combined our finances, like, our bank account and created a joint bank account and everything. So, we knew that we were going to pay stuff for the wedding, so we might as well just kind of start with a bank account. Anyway, um, so that came out of our account. It wasn't, you know, his yeah, account I yet. I to mention that little detail. Yeah, so <laughs> I wanted to bring that up first because it felt like he bought it, you know, without consulting me or at least asking me about it. Like, had he just called me and just said, hey, I found a really great deal. Uh, it's a smoker. I've always been wanting one. My friend said this is the best deal on earth, like, ever. Um, can I buy it? Maybe I would have said yes. Maybe I would have said no. But what I'm trying to say is I probably would have said yes. But uh, at the same time, the way I react, I overreacted. That was the first time, I think, in our whole dating and engagement that we that was like i think that was our first fight yeah like, that was true fight <laughs> and it still gets brought up to this day and i am saying that <laughs> it was yeah if you think about it that was our first fight By the and way, we, we still, still talked about it we still it. have a smoker and we use it yeah it's why, kinda, it's kinda, i made him leave a, it out in the porch so that he can like use it his art his, our hard-earned money for that for that motor. Yes. So anyway, I'm not mad about it anymore. It's just it's it's just something I wanted to bring we wanted to bring up into this episode because um that that was like a a, a point of conflict in our life. So um So I guess like in saying all that that I was being very bad with my communication skills. I was miscommunicating and I was I had expectations I guess like with the whole smoker and then with the boat. Yeah. So yeah. there are two different major example, extreme examples of what I did wrong and what I did right technically. And so those both kind of the heart of it all was from like me either communicating correctly or not basically, you know? Right. And so 
Also, too, one really cool thing that Leanna said while we were talking about this before we recorded this is she said that not saying your expectations until those expectations are not met, then you communicate it in an unheated way. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, like, what does that mean to you? For you me, said that, so. I, okay, so I think when I said that was obviously you can try your best to communicate all of your expectation in like your dating relationship or with your friendships or when you get married but um if you don't communicate that or that person doesn't understand it yet and then that expectation is not met that's when you finally communicate it but in a way that you know you're angry or it's heated or um that person like had no clue um, so I feel like the, the reason why there's unmet expectation is because it was never even talked about to begin with. Or for me, this is what I struggle with, is that I don't realize why I am mad until I have to think about it. So like sometimes I have an expectation that I didn't even know I had. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So we... Maybe or, same here. I would say not we, but for me, I had an expectation on David that he would communicate to me or talk to me before he buys something that huge before he did it and he did it but he didn't in a way he kind of knew he was doing but what I'm trying to say is he didn't know that I had that expectation and I didn't know I had that expectation until I got mad if that makes sense at all (laughs) totally totally (laughs) totally makes sense (laughs) So that, so that was a good like example of like if you have an expectation, sometimes you don't know that you have that expectation until it's not met. So Wow. Yeah, that was really good. Like I really loved like how, how she said that and I was like, ooh, like we gotta put that in the in the podcast episode yeah. about this. So <laughs> so I guess we've kinda gone through some really good examples of our own conflict. And if you're and if you're listening today, you know, whether you're driving down the road or um got the got the airpods or the airpods the speakers in your ears or you're getting ready for the day you know um kind of like think about like the conflict in your life and like those people that you've had conflict with and like how you handled it or how you didn't handle it you know and kind of try to learn from that you know um and also too like if it helps just to you know maybe like call up a friend if you've had recent conflict that you've gotten over and said, Hey, like maybe how can I, um, how can we talk about this differently or your spouse or your family member or uh, a coworker, you know? Um, so it's, it's, it's kind of crazy with conflict because you know, whether you're angry or, or just whether there's miscommunication or stress, you know, we all communicate differently and we're all very different people. Each one of us are very different and unique Right. And so you really have to like understand, try to understand the other party's side, even though it's really hard right. in the moment. You know, you have to really understand and like listen and learn from them, and then you can express how you feel. You but know? that's a very hard like practice that's to really do. That's really hard. Like, say it, you think like, you're it's right, easy, but it's not. Yeah. So both like both people can be wrong in the wrong here of how we handled it and how we talked to them. Yeah. So. One thing that I guess we could say, like, in general is that, you know, we both try to pray really before we speak about something. If it offends us or hurts our feelings or we miscommunicated, you know, 
we really try to take time um, before we talk to each other. Um, and, right, you know, we all want to be right. <laughs> and it's really hard. Not everybody can be right. Yeah, not everybody can be right. And I guess that's something that, like, probably the most learned thing from our marriage and just in life in general is that right. you know, it's okay not to be right sometimes. Right. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So I guess now we can kind of just jump into like how we can actually deal and handle the conflict that's happening before us. Like if you're dealing with conflict right now or in the, in the future, reference. Um, uh, if you want to reference uh, what we're gonna talk about, like from then on, you can go to James chapter one nineteen through twenty one. There's Hebrews twelve fourteen and fifteen and Ephesians four thirty one through thirty two. So if you just kind of like want a deeper Bible study with yourself or with uh, the people next to you, uh, you can kind of like just read those, and we'll put those in the show notes if you kind of didn't hear it. So the first one is humble yourself, and this can be very hard. I just for me. So, um. What we mean is to, uh, you know, like, do before God, pray to him for strength, courage, patience, and the wisdom in the conflicts that you're in. Uh, I do point out uh, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. So chapter 3, verses 5 through 6, it says, um, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your path. So, basically, don't lean on yourself. Don't um, focus on, like, what you feel. Like, oh, this is how I feel. I, I don't like how you did this. But <laughs> well, I'm just kind of being <laughs> annoying right now. But You're being, like, high school musical, right? Yeah, this is how I feel, and I don't like it. <laughs> this is how you made me feel. Okay. <laughs> so, humble yourself. That also means, you know, in the conflict, you know, to take a long, hard look at yourself in the mirror and be like, did I do something wrong? Did I say something that made that person mad? Or am I actually wrong in, you know, making this argument? Am I in the wrong here? Maybe the other person is right. And I am I willing to humble myself and admit that I'm wrong? So, um, is there any more you want to say on that little session? Um, yeah, I mean, just, you know, it's it's really difficult to, to start with that, like being humble. Um, but... Like back to our verse, James 4, 1 through 6, kind of how we started from the beginning. It says, Mm -hmm. you know, um, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Right. And there are so many examples throughout the Bible where there are humble, humble people, humble leaders or world changers or, you know. uh, Or regular people. Even like regular people that have shown humility and the Lord really shows favor to them. Right. And then there's other people that are very proud and God just really, really shows his uh, might and power <laughs> against them, you know, uh, like to oppose them. Right. Especially in, back in the Old Testament, a lot of those stories, if you read like between the lines on some of them, some of them, the, the not so talked about stories are really powerful on how God really just just shuts people down whenever they're not doing the right thing or whether they go against him um and so but it just it's it's really powerful to know that God is on your side whenever you are humble and that's really cool and that's always something to really really be you know 
very aware of is humility and um, to humble yourself before your spouse and before God and, you know, before your family and before your friends. And lay your pride down. And just to kind of lay your pride down. And I think it starts from there. That's like the first, uh, I guess, thing that like we would say that helps us. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing, kind of like how I said earlier, is to pray pray about the conflict you know, yourself and go to the Lord in <laughs> prayer. Even if it's like a quick prayer, like, Lord, help me, please, please not to get so angry, you know, right. like right then or a longer prayer or, you know, reading the Bible and diving into his word about something that might have happened between you and somebody else, you know. Right. And um, before you speak, you know, um, just take time to think about what, what you're going to say before you're going to say it. Yeah. And we, we all want to be right. We want to regret on what we say to each other or yell at one another. Yeah. And it's hard to ask God for help whenever you're all, you're heated and you're in the moment, you know, and we're not perfect and, but we try, you know, and, um, we try to, to right. remain humble. And I guess like, I, I, I kind of struggle with like, hum, like humility sometimes, like, especially when I'm upset, like at Leanna or, or somebody else you know like i can be um kind of prideful and kind of rude sometimes and so <laughs> i didn't know that I well didn't know yeah had, like, i just have a it seems like you're already pretty, pretty humble yourself well thank you um i can be kind of um subtle about it but oh yeah it's, it's a subtle Sweetie. yeah it's pretty subtle but anyways but um and so i have to constantly remind myself like to remain humble in my heart, you know, instead right. of pride and, right. uh, you know, so that it, it, it comes out through my actions and through, and like through my words. And so one cool thing too, about, um, about praying and like just thinking before you speak is that whenever you do speak, be try to speak in a calm manner. Right. Well, okay. So I, I was going to say something real quick before he introduced it. Well, if you don't lay your pride down and you're so mad and you let your anger take over you, sometimes you do things that the other person is going to remember for a long, long time. So one example is we got, well, not we, I, I got really mad at David one time when we were engaged. We were probably about a month and a half away to the wedding and, uh, I think we were at our house. Like, David already moved into our house, and I came over and, like, hung out with him. And we got into such a heated argument that I took off. <laughs> and I know that I'm not trying to laugh, like, funny, but I, I've never done that in my whole life. I never just took off. So I walked out, didn't say anything to him, and I just walked right out. And because I was so fuming, mad, I was so angry. And I remember at that moment, I thought that... I, like, ended it. Like, there was, there was no turning back because I just walked out. And I didn't handle the conflict that we were in the middle of. And thankfully, he forgave me and, like, you know, we talked about it. And he said, you know, don't ever do that again. And he said, like, I will never, I will never, like, leave you in the middle of a conflict. So, to this day, that has not happened again. But if you think about it, it's because I didn't humble myself. I was so angry. I didn't, like, humble. I didn't, like, you know what I'm trying to say? So, 
I wanted to say, like, hey, like, we are not the perfect couple. Like, we have had some rough patches, like, here and there. But I still remember, like, that moment where I just took off. And I remember in the middle of me driving home, I'm like, what have I done? I can't. And then, of course, my pride. I was like, I can't turn back now. Like, it's too late. I already left. So, that's a good, not a good example. It's a bad example. But it's an example of, like, what happens if you don't lay your pride down and humble yourself in that moment of conflict. So, whew. Yes. That was a big one. That was a big one. <laughs> so I just wanted to point that out. I'm pretty sure that lots of people have dealt with like the consequences of not laying your pride down. So Yeah, so wow. That was a good story. And that did really happen and we almost like I wouldn't say we almost broke off the engagement, but we had to make like really quick decisions and we had to and like we, we had yeah. to like forgive each other really quick. And I, never, and I know I don't think I ever told anybody and that. Those are you all the first to hear that. Yeah, so that was a pretty big deal. Um, but you know, we really forgave each other and we prayed about it. And we moved on and we got married. And so here we now, here we are now. And I'm really glad that that one small event did not change our relationship right, right. or alter our life. Right. Because it very well easily could have if we would have allowed it. But right. We were both humble about it. We, we both prayed a lot. And we both... Prayed um, a lot. <laughs> asked for forgiveness for a long time yeah. for that. But, um, you know, and so I think, like, you know, but like I said earlier, like, um, there's a verse that we like to, we like to kind of dwell on. And it is a Proverbs 15, 1, in a heated moment. And it is, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And so that is definitely true. Like for those of y'all that, right. you know, have gotten in conflict before, man, harsh words can just like stir it up so fast. And also one thing too, that we try not to do is like say any like cuss words whenever we're like mad at each other and, and yeah. like, we're not perfect. I mean, you know, but like sometimes every now and then one or two slips up and it just makes it worse. Right. So we've tried not to like allow uh, to profanity to, to get yeah. into our yeah. ver- verbiage whenever we're talking because it just makes it so, so much worse right. and just escalates it as well as raising our voices. Yeah. It escalates it like 10 times more versus like just raising your voice. Like it escalates it one time more. Yeah. So. And so, yeah, but you know, like if you're married and, um, you know, like you and your spouse, like that is, uh, I guess, a concern and that, that, that like you want to to change and to ask God to help you with that, you know, yeah. and God can help you. And um, I was recently speaking to um, a gentleman a few months ago, and he pretty much like confided at me. We were actually at church, and he actually confided in me hardcore, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, um, I've really tried." This year for his New Year's resolution. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. He was not going to use um, pro- profanity anymore. I was like, wow. That is and a- you had no clue that I he had like, no idea at all. that this gentleman cussed, but apparently he did. And he <laughs> said that ever since he made that New Year's resolution, him and his wife have gotten along so much better. Their house is more happy. I was like, wow, like that is crazy. And he just said that, you know, every other word at the house was a cuss word. And so, and he, he really tried and I'm pretty sure he's like, they've like changed and their life is much better. Their marriage is better. 
too. Yeah, that was random. I mean, but I was like, wow. I remember he, you told me he's, that he told you that. I was like, people should come up to you and tell you stuff. <laughs> and yeah. So, so but that's that was a really cool good example that. of somebody that like, really was using it in their language. And now it's not. And like their lives are just so much better. And that was a pretty cool testimony. It was very random. But anyways, um, one one other thing. Like if if your conflict is super deep and you just don't see a way out, you know, and you've tried praying, and you've tried to do all yeah, this. Yeah, sometimes you can't pray it away. And sometimes you cannot pray this away, you know. It's okay to get help, you know. Um, make that call to someone that can help you, um, you know. Make that appointment and go get help, you know. Because right. um, sometimes we need that extra push, that extra person to talk to that is neutral and that that can understand us you right. know so you know um but make the call make the appointment um because it will definitely pay off in right. the end even though you know you for say in your mind you think oh I, I can do this or your mind thinks oh well you know I'm praying about this every day. Like the Lord can help me with this. But if you if you seriously like don't see results, or you're irritated all the time, you're angry all the time. There can be a deeper issue. Yeah, with that. there can be a deeper issue. And like like I said, you know, make that call or set up the appointment online and go in and talk to somebody about it. So yeah. Um, so um, you want to move on to like what one person told us? Yeah. So we actually did something fun. For this episode, we reached out to an anonymous follower and we asked them, if you had one tip on how you would deal with conflict, what would that be? And this person wrote back, prayer and meditation has been a huge help as well as consistent exercise and a diet too. This person said, I realized I was more irritable when not sleeping. Lastly, a creative outlet such as drawing, music, painting, cooking, and etc. helps tremendously. Mm. So whenever we whenever we asked this person, we were like, you know, it was just random and anonymous. And right, they yeah. answered back and it was like, wow, like this is how they would say that they could help others deal with their conflict. This is yeah. like one tip. So, which is pretty cool, you know, and like we have our outlets. So, Leanna, what is one creative outlet that 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 you like whenever you're trying to deal with conflict? Yeah, so if I'm trying to replace what I'm feeling, like if I'm irritable or if I'm mad, I one thing I do try to do is try to stay off stay off my phone. So that's not a hobby, but I try to stay off my phone because I know that that can make that can like lead to mindless strolling or you know like trying to like you know deal with it in a way that's like not really dealing with it if that makes sense like you're doing something but you're not doing anything like worthwhile to like handle the conflict that's going on in your life but what i do i do read a lot i like reading i'm a little book nerd she likes her books (laughs) so i try and i i'm struggling now but i used to read like a book a month or two books a month but i haven't really been consistent with my reading because i've been on my phone more so i've been trying to slowly get off my phone more so i can you know obviously if i have a phone and a book right in front of me i tend to pitch my phone so i have to force myself to pick up a book and read so um that's kind of funny but 
uh, you can go check out episode two. We talk about social media and stream time, so check that out. If you haven't listened to it, if you deal with being on, on your phone too much or uh, being on social media a lot. So it's just a little like side note there. Um, <laughs> um, I do write. I love writing. Uh, I find that I most of the time I write whenever um, I'm spending time with the Lord. It's like my way to like writing down my prayers or my thoughts. And I'm talking with the Lord by writing or sometimes I just pray out loud. Uh, I love writing. Um, I know David has lots of things that he does. Eh. Eh. Depends. Eh. Um, so I guess one creative outlet or outlet whenever I get irritated or I'm dealing with conflict is like um, I like to, to be outside um, with nature and to be able to pray and to be able to just enjoy like color and the flowers and the grass and the, um, earth. the garden and the earth. Yes, I like to <laughs> so enjoy earthy. the earth. <laughs> I'm earthy, but that's kind of how I deal with it. Or sometimes, like, I know it's kind of crazy, but I like to work, so that's that's another um, interesting little thing. But I would say more just, like, being outside and, and like, being in the ground and being, like, in the earth, actually. Um, I think that it really it helps me out a lot with trying to get my mind straight when it's foggy or cloudy with, or getting with mad. conflict or getting upset. Also, too, I like to random note, I like to do the dishes... <laughs> Oh when yeah, I, get upset, I love I get, that he loves to do the dishes. I, I hate all, it. When I get mad or irritated, I like to clean the dishes random. But anyway, well, why did you wash your dishes today then? Well, because they were <laughs> piling up in the sink and I couldn't stand to see <laughs> you, them anymore. Today, this time you weren't like mad. You were like, oh, I'm gonna do something nice for my wife. Yeah. Do so something now you nice. just said that. Oh, I wash the dishes because I'm mad. I'm like, well, why did you wash your dishes today? Yes, but sometimes it's not that. It's not all the time, y'all. It's like half okay, the time. Half, no, like a quarter of a time. Well, sometimes I'll, like, go and clean, too, and I get mad. Like, at least, like, we're doing something productive. But yeah, Leanna sweeps when she's mad. I and start I clean sweeping, the dishes. like, real hard, <laughs> wiping down the counters. I go to my room, and I pick up my clothes I've been laying. I, I left it on the floor for, like, two days. Like, I finally picked it up and put it up. So, yeah, I do the same thing. But at least it's, like, something productive. And, yeah, like, we're... maybe you should do your chores and, like, listen to some music or a podcast. Maybe a sermon so you can calm down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so. so, anyways, what we were going to go with here of what that person, anonymous follower, said was, you know, he said that he um, realized that he was more ir- ir- irritable when he wasn't sleeping enough. So, why don't you just check, like, your sleeping patterns right now? Are you getting enough sleep? Are you on your phone too much at night? Uh, it can cause you to be a little more sleep deprived, therefore more irritated with the people around you. Uh, it can cause mental health issues, as we talked about in episode two last week. If you haven't checked that out, yeah, so um, check out last week's episode. <laughs> a little side note there. Um, but if you're not getting enough sleep, it can cause you to be more irritable and unhappy or discontent with your life, therefore causing more conflict with the people around you. So. You want to do the next point? Oh, I just want to do the next point. Okay, I'm talking now. Okay, the third thing, or second thing, is are you moving enough or exercising enough? So, you don't have to be exercising two hours a day in order to be quote-unquote exercising. I'm just going to say that. Okay, so we know that exercise and being active from multiple researches that have been done, you can doodle it right now. 
It releases a hormone called endorphins, which is known as the feel-good chemical or happy hormone. The happy that, hormone. The happy hormone. That's why we love doing walking a lot. So, um, that goes hand-in-hand hand with diet. Diet doesn't mean that you need to be, like, eating, like, two calories a day. That's not what we're trying to say. Just eat enough food, healthy, good, whole food. Treat yourself once in a while have some pie, get a piece of tape or some pussies. It's okay, but not all the time in moderation. And you'll see that you'll be a little bit more happier and not, you know, dealing with unlimited people. <laughs> Too much veggies. <laughs> um, not enough greens. Wow. So just kind of check on those things, you know, see if you have a creative outlet or something fun that you like to do, a hobby, you know, kind of like channel out that, mm, that, Ooh, that anger, the, the irritability here. And then two is uh, checking your sleeping pattern. Are you sleeping enough? If you're not, maybe try to go to bed a little bit earlier tonight. If you go to bed at 2 a.m., maybe you should try to go to bed at midnight. You know, just kind of start a little bit slow. I know it can be really hard to fall asleep sometimes. Um, another thing is uh, exercising enough in your diet. And then, of course, prayer. That's the important thing. Yep. And so, um, I think that in the end, we're all going to deal with conflict. There's no way around this. You know, uh, we've all been stuck in our homes for so long. It feels like, and we are now like really realizing that, oh, we love people and that we love to be around people, you know, and that, you know, sometimes whenever we are around people, there's, there's, there's going to be things that are said or, and things that are done, you know, and it's a part of life. It's a part of, um, I guess living on this earth is that, you know, conflict will always come up, but it's just a matter of how we handle it that defines not just us, but what God says about it. Right. Yeah. So we hope that you enjoyed this episode and we will see you all next week. Adios. Bye. Hey, are you still listening? Thank you for listening to this episode. Why don't you do yourself a favor and subscribe or follow the Simple Mission podcast so that you won't miss out on new episodes. To connect with us, simply visit our website at thesimplemission.com slash connect. Until then, we can't wait to connect with you. See you next time.